Welcome to a dopamine kit. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week and we can hyper-focus together on all things ADHD. This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting begin! Hello everyone! Happy Christmas! Woo! We're in the festive spirit this morning. <laughs> Welcome to episode 56 of A Dopamine Kick, our Christmas special. All I want for, for Christmas, Christmas is you. you. <laughs> well, the episode that we had planned for you today was 12 days of Christmas and we were going to talk about some of the things that can get you through Christmas. But since we've realised... You know, with ADHD, everything's become last minute as usual. Yeah, all of the tips would have been beneficial to you four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's um, December and it's too late to talk about those. And also we've got another thing as well, because Shell said that she wasn't going to stress out this Christmas and she was going to take it easy and she was going to follow the advice that we talked about in the episode and she was just going to have a great Christmas. But that's not going to happen, is it, Shell? That's not happening. So the reason that we're recording before Christmas and the reason that we've changed in our Christmas episode, do you want to explain to uh, all of our listeners, Shell, why that is? Oh, <laughs> I've agreed to host Christmas. There's 11 people coming on Christmas Day and I'm cooking for all of them. It's like, like I don't have enough room in my house for 11 people to sit down and eat. Um, we've had to like clear all the lounge. Um, my sister's bringing fold down tables from church um, that we just have to set up in the lounge. Everybody's having to bring their own chair, probably their own plate and knife and fork too. I've not even got into the logistics of that. It's, How yeah. did this happen? How did it happen? I don't know. <laughs> Why did you agree to this? I didn't. I, do you know what the worst thing is? I didn't even agree to it. I volunteered. I don't know what's wrong with me. Is it like um, a case of just needing to blurt it out? I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, no. Why did I do that? Is it like one of those I moments? I think so, yeah. Where you do yeah. something and then almost instantly regret it. Or at the time, it feels good and it feels okay. And I had to like really drop it into conversation with Jamie as well. Be like... Um, yeah, so um, I'll I'll get I'll get some bread um, after work, and we're hosting Christmas Day. And then, <laughs> what was his face like? And he, he was like, "Hang on, hang on, can you just go that? back a bit?" What What we do on Christmas Day, and then the worst thing is, is is last last year what we did is because because there's, there's eleven of us now that, that live in the Midlands. Um, my my youngest sister still still in still down south, but there's eleven of us for Christmas Day. Last year we split up into two. We had Christmas in two houses separately, yeah. and then we all met up together afterwards. And we decided that actually that felt a bit flat, and we didn't want to do that. But our house, we don't have a dining room. We don't have a dining table. We just have a breakfast bar in the kitchen yeah. that seats four. And because there's only three of us, that works fine for us. And um, so we always have my mother-in-law at Christmas because she's on her own, bless her, my father-in-law's no longer with us. So we always have her from, you know, like a couple of days before Christmas Eve till Boxing Day. And, so, and my nan wanted to come to, to us like she did last year. And Jamie had said that that was okay. And I'd had a go at him and been like, that's not okay. Because last year, my daughter was in a high chair. 
So it was fine. So there were four seats for the adults and then my daughter in a high chair. She's two and a half now. She won't sit in a high chair. She'll only sit on a chair. And because they're, they're not chairs, they're bar stools because it's a breakfast bar. We've only got four of them. Yeah. So we'd have five people who needed a bar stool and only four of them. So I was like to Jamie, don't be ridiculous. We can't have any additional people. And then now I've agreed we're going to have 11 people. <laughs> and then you you agree that it's going to be 11 there. He's like, but I thought it was ridiculous because we didn't have enough seating and we didn't have enough table space. And I'm just there like... Yeah, no, I know I said that. <laughs> well, there you go. This is Shell's rant of the week. Her impulsive uh, response to Christmas this year said she was going to take it easy and has done the absolute complete opposite. When will you learn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when will you learn? So instead, what we thought we'd do is we've both made a list of three things that we're going to do to survive Christmas Day. And my plan is I'm just going to listen to this podcast on repeat while I'm cooking (laughs) (laughs) to try and like bring myself down from the precipice. And hopefully some of these things will help you as well on Christmas Day. Maybe you'll be be able to take some inspiration from some of the things that we're going to try and do. And if you're listening to this after Christmas, you can always use this for New Year as well or any time really. Yeah, it's applicable for any big family day. Yeah, it's applicable for life. So, you know, there are things in here that maybe you do need to do on a daily basis as well. So, yeah, if you're listening to this after Christmas, it's not the end of the world. It's still going to help, I believe. (laughs) So let's kick off with the three things that we're going to do this Christmas to get us through. And Shal, I'm going to start with you. What's your first one on the list? My first one is to be more vocal and not rely on mind reading. So I tend to, I guess because I'm a people pleaser, I'll often agree to things, I mean, like this whole Christmas scenario, agree to things that I don't really want to do and then I'm stuck (laughs) with it. So for me, the big one on Christmas Day is going to be helping with the cooking or helping in the kitchen. I'm quite... I, I don't want to say controlling. It's more like because I'm forgetful. Uptight. Yeah, it's more like because I'm forgetful and quite scattered. When I put things into an order, things have to stay in that order because otherwise if I lose the train, it'll all fall apart. So when yeah. people try and like help me in the kitchen, it often actually just derails me because I had things planned in a set way. But every year yeah. without fail, I'll end up accepting help and then just being silently furious at whoever's in the kitchen with me because I really don't want them there. I really just want to be on my own so I can just get in the zone, so I can get it done, so I can get the dinner out. Um, And instead, I'm like, every time I'm like going going to go in a cupboard and they're in the way, I'm like, fuck's sake. And I'm just so angry. And I I should just say like, no, I I don't want anyone to help me. I just want to be on my own. But I always feel like I can't say that on Christmas Day because it's really grumpy to want to be on your own. But this year, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Maybe, maybe there's a way to say it to people so that they don't think you're being grumpy. So you could say, oh, no. I just want you to enjoy Christmas. Yeah, see, that, I've tried that. That doesn't work. Because if you say things like, I just want you to have a good time, then they're like, no, 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 I insist. I can't relax while you're running around. And I think I just have to be really brutal and be like, I need to do this on my own. <laughs> Get out of the kitchen and leave me be. <laughs> This is going to be great. Do you know what? I'm going to report back if I actually say that, but that's what I want. I just want to be more vocal and not not expect people to mind read. Okay, Sparky, give me your first Sorry, I'm still laughing. I just get out of the kitchen. This is exactly what I need. 
How brutal. <laughs> okay, this is, well, mine is going to be practising gratitude. That's my first Oh, one. fuck off. I can't believe you followed me with yeah, that. it's true. It's true <laughs> Make me sound like such a prick. <laughs> well, you are being. <laughs> it's Christmas Day. Accept the help and get over it. <laughs> Let someone else cook the sprout. <laughs> Who cares? No, go on, tell me about your Christmas spirit and, and practising gratitude. Yeah, have gratitude, Wanker. have absolute gratitude, because <laughs> I can't take this seriously anymore. So I'm thinking my first one is to look at all the, uh, you know, be grateful for the fact that I'm spending time with family and friends and that I'm opening presents and receiving gifts and thinking great gratefulness about people that are being helpful as well. <laughs> okay, well, while you have your unrealistic dream Christmas. <laughs> hey, if someone wants to help me cook dinner, I'm not cooking dinner, so that's all on you, by the way. I'm not going to get involved in any of that this year, but that all goes on to me. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> if someone wanted to help me cook dinner, I'd be grateful. I'd be like, do you know what? You do the roast potatoes, you do the carrots, you do this, that's fine. I'm just checking out and maladaptive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my, my first one is having gratitude for the situation because it can be hard. You know, it's very stressful at Christmas and, you know, we do need to find ways to practice gratitude for the holiday, for the holiday season to kind of enjoy it a bit more. So it's just about being grateful for the people that I have around me. And even though they can, you know, it can be a stressful time thinking about if they weren't there or you couldn't spend time with them, how would you feel? So just trying to practice a little bit more gratefulness for the fact that I'm surrounded by people that I love and hopefully they love me. <laughs> so what's your next one then, shall Number two. Okay, so my next one is to accept the mess. Um, oh, this is a Yeah, it's going to be a messy day. There's going to be stuff everywhere. There's going to be people everywhere. And I'm determined that I'm not going to be there, like, anxiously hovering with a black bin bag or <laughs> even worse, an actual bin. Because I, I do do that sometimes, uh, like when my daughter's opening presents on like her birthday or Christmas, I'll just be there hovering with a bin liner. And as soon as she takes off a bit of wrapping paper and it touches the floor, I'm like whipping it off and in the bin in the bin liner because it's like, Following oh, I'll just around. get rid of that. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that because that's, that's anxious behaviour and it's very stressful and it makes everyone else feel stressful because then they're all like frantically trying to tidy things up and realistically there's going to be 11 people in quite a small three-bed house three of them are children five and under it's gonna be chaos we've got no plans on boxing day so i can just spend the whole day tidying on boxing day if i need to so i'm just gonna repeat over and over again accept the mess accept accept the mess the mess i think that's a good one because we all get stressed with mess at Christmas. And you kind of reminded me a little bit of Monica from Friends here. Like, sometimes we do have to expect the mishaps, which was going to be my next one, really. It was going to be lowering my expectations, which includes expecting mishaps. And we talked about this before, being a perfectionist, it's often a common ADHD trait. Uh, we run ourselves ragged. Uh, we're trying to achieve the impossible. 
Um, we're trying to satisfy everybody. It's a very stressful time, especially when you're hosting. <laughs> Why you do that, I don't know. Um, but there we go. That's where we're at with you. Um, <laughs> so listen to my advice, shall. Lower your expectations and expect mishaps because it's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those days that is not going to be perfect. And the more we can kind of lower our expectations and think about things in a way that's not so agitated and so stressful it just makes life a lot easier so if you're listening to this on christmas day don't expect things to be perfect we talked about this in our episode uh, perfectionism which we know we both have issues with and a lot of people with adhd have issues with as well and if you're always striving for that perfection all you're doing is sabotaging yourself. And I know it's very hard. I'm not sitting here saying this is an easy thing to do. I know it's very hard. I mean, take, for example, the wedding photos. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. Th- it's not an easy thing to do. But just try and take a step back, try and look at the situation with a clear mind and think, actually, this day will be what it will be. And don't try and force anything. Just Do the next best thing. That's what I like to think about. If you're getting stressed by a situation, maybe remove yourself for a little bit, come back. But just don't expect it to be this perfect, snowy, white Christmas day because it's never really going to be like that. That only happens in the movies or if you're maladaptive daydreaming. Maladaptive daydreaming, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I really struggle as well to come back from it when something's happened. So, like, I don't know, hypothetically, let's say the sprouts get a bit burnt um probably a bad example actually i'm going to boil them it'd be hard to ruin that um okay let's say the roast potatoes get a bit burnt it's quite hard for me to then still have you know the rest of the day so in my mind because you've like, you've well, ruined it, it yeah christmas is ruined the whole day's ruined because this one thing wasn't perfect and then i'll just get into like a really negative downward spiral and not and you know we're planning on eating dinner at about two o'clock so there's a lot of days still left to go but i very easily <laughs> will just go into a, like a negative slump and then not enjoy the whole rest of the day because one thing wasn't perfect. because you burnt the roast potatoes yeah 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 and you see when you say it really loud it sounds silly doesn't it's it sounds so silly, yeah. Oh, we burnt the rest of potatoes, but you can't enjoy the rest of your day, even though the potatoes at this point have probably been consumed. And it will yeah. probably just be a funny story. Do you remember that time when Shell burnt the roast potatoes? Well, I do. I mean, I do have sort of an example of that. So my nan really loves sprouts. I don't know why she's. Oh, I love sprouts. I think it's a generation thing. Do you like sprouts? I love oh, sprouts. Such a like, nothing no, vegetable. Like, no, oh. Christmas. Oh. At Christmas, it's all about the sprouts. No, but how do you have them? The do you potatoes. literally just have them plain boiled, or do you do something with them? Mainly just plain boiled, but I'll, I'll take them. However, oh. yeah. Yeah, they're, be- they're actually they're actually better boiled than they are roasted. But so I, I tried one yeah, year to do, I did like, it was like a creamed, pre-vegan, it was like a creamed sprouts thing with bits of bacon in. And um, it went down, went down very well. Everybody really liked it, except my nan. I prefer boiled. Yes, well, this is what she I'd said. I'd be like, repeatedly. Why, why would you, why would you, yeah, if you. <laughs> this is exactly what she, do you. Did you speak to her before this? No. If you bought me a creamed bacon sprout thing and I was looking forward to sprouts, I'd look at it and I'd be like, hmm, thanks for trying, but where's the sprouts? Like, why can't I just have Oh my goodness, this is exactly what she did. It's so she annoying. Was like, it's she, like... she said to me, she was like, next year, let's just have boiled sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> and like at the time, I, uh, yeah, I was, 
you know, she went on and on and on and on about That's it. That's something that I did. And I felt really bad. So everybody else enjoyed it, but you know, she loves the sprouts <laughs> and, and hated the fact that she hadn't had a very good Christmas meal and she went on and on about it. But now it is kind of funny-ish. Yeah, it is funny. Come on, we're laughing about it It does now. get brought up a lot yeah. within my family and probably helps towards my social anxiety about hosting things um, the year that I ruined Christmas. Uh, but it is kind of hey, funny. Hey, everybody needs it. a I ruined Christmas story. I'm sure there's loads of people listening to this that's got a I ruined Christmas story. Yeah, but probably other people's stories are more dramatic than I creamed the sprouts. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, probably other saying. people did like quite dramatic things or like flooded the house you know what I mean Not exactly like, oh, I... and those people are living with that you're living with the fact that you cream some sprouts and you land it like them <laughs> so basic have some gratitude <laughs> uh, I was just going to say I don't want to carry on talking about the sprout thing but I have to say this I have to get it out when it comes to sprouts sorry I'm going on a bit like your nan now it's a little bit annoying because you obviously want the sprouts but I would liken this to you know when you go for a carvery or anything and there's like a, I don't know, like a potato cauliflower like cheesy melt thing. And I mean, why would you want that? Like, you just want potato. Do you know what I mean? Well, clearly some people do want it or they wouldn't keep yes, making it day after day. Know, it must get eaten. But they still want a potato as well. Do you know what I mean? Okay. If you said, so, if I said to you, right, you're going, you're going to have a dinner and you have to have that, you can't have potato. You'd be like, well, I want a roast potato. You're like, we can't have that. Because you've got potato in your cauliflower. <laughs> it's I'd, I'd just say that's what it's likened to. Do you know what? I know I'm not making you feel any Do you know what? My nan can just come to yours for Christmas dinner. The two of you can bitch and whine about my cream sprouts the whole day. You'll have a great time. And I'll just stay home in peace. <laughs> that would be so funny because I'd just keep saying, I oh, know, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you cream the sprouts? Like, who does that? Like, who puts bacon with sprouts? Look, everybody else really liked it. My uncle took, like, loads home with him. It was just Nan that didn't like it. Right. I think we should move on because I feel like I'm making you feel worse. <laughs> and it's Christmas. It's yeah. Christmas. Thanks for, thanks for helping me deal with Christmas. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to this back on Christmas morning and relieve all my anxiety. Maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember where we are. I've done two. Really? You've done two? Yeah. What have you, have you, you've done two. I've done two. Oh. So it's my turn again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You so, watch your third one. So my third and final one is to be present in the moment. So I want to be doing less forward planning, less daydreaming about the past or about the future and just enjoy the time for what it is. Because quite often I will be stress planning the next event while yeah. I'm in the current one. So while everybody's... And I'm a bit of a horror as well. So while people are eating, like I never never just sit down and eat. I'm always like fussing over, like I'll get everyone's food ready. And then it's like, oh, but no one's got drinks. So I'll run up and get the <laughs> drinks. And then everyone's drinks ready. And then like, oh, oh we need music. We need music for the atmosphere. Yeah. So then I'll like be faffing about trying to get like a playlist on the go. And then like everyone will be going like, shall I just sit down? Shall I just sit down and eat dinner? Eat dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in a minute. Well, in a minute. And I've got to get like the perfect playlist on. And and then I'll be fussing, oh, sauce. God, no one's got any mint sauce. So then I'll be faffing about that. And then eventually I'll like sit down to my cold dinner when everyone else is like finished. So this year, not going to do that. I'm just going to be present in the moment and enjoy it for what it is. Do you know what? I was just, you were just telling that story there and I was thinking, oh my God, I do this all the time. I think I've even had you and Jamie over for dinner once and I'm doing the same thing. Like I'm running the background. Have you got this? Have you got that? And 
my dinner's cold and and I'm sure you're all like, come and just sit down. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. <laughs> it's so infuriating it really when you watch someone else do it. But when you're doing it yourself, you're like, you're just yeah. lost. <laughs> you're just like scrambling about going, what's going on? <laughs> but it, it re- from other people's perspective, it's actually quite anxiety inducing because you yeah. just want someone to relax. You just want them to sit down, relax and enjoy the meal with you. Because that's why you're there, to enjoy a meal with someone. If you wanted to be waited on, you would have just gone out. Yeah, you would have just gone to a pub. You just want to see somebody. Um, so that brings me to my to my tip, which is, again, I think you stole this one off me because I'm sure I told you I was going to say this. I was going to talk about switching off your devices, your mobile phones, just to be more in the moment. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> because on Christmas Day, what we tend to do is we tend to... We're messaging people, we're looking up stories, we're going on Google, you yeah, know, we're just... Everyone co- posts like their Christmas yeah. table set up, don't they? And, and then what like, happens oh God, then? I can't post mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then what happens then is you look at everybody else's Christmas and you think they're all having a great time. And we spoke about this on Christmas Day. There'll be a lot of people posting up pictures of their perfect Christmas Day. And actually behind the scenes, it's not so perfect. We know it's a highlight reel of people's best moments so yeah. don't go on social media and actively look at people's christmases to make yourself feel worse about your own because it's just it, it's it's not like that at all do you know what i mean we have to keep perspective it's all about perspective so i think obviously if you're listening to this podcast on christmas day you've not done what we asked and it's not like we don't need to no, listen I think to podcasts us. are okay because i'll probably still listen to music but yeah, not social media. Yeah. Social media is Don't device. spend too much time on social media looking at everybody else's stories. During the meals, engage with your family. Get them to turn off their phones. You know, if you've got someone in the family like Shell, who likes going on their phone all the time, scrolling on TikTok. <laughs> no, I've had to delete TikTok. I can't, I can't enjoy anything responsibly. At the moment I start to enjoy something and like it, it becomes an obsession. I'm, <laughs> I've deleted TikTok, which means I'm now off everything wow yeah there's no social media on my phone whatsoever except i don't know if whatsapp counts i've got whatsapp but yeah that's good that's good see you're starting early um hopefully you'll keep that trend up over christmas (laughs) but honestly if you turn off your devices or you get people to try and turn off their devices i personally think it will make a massive difference to the quality of time that you spend with the people that you're with in that moment. Um, if you're like me and you are a person who likes going on their phone, I've recently started doing it more and it's quite freeing and it's quite liberating. So that's what I'm going to keep in mind. I'm going to try and stay away from my phone. Even if I'm bored, I'm not enjoying conversation or I don't feel like I've got anything to do. I'm going to literally just try and keep off my phone. So that's my pledge. Those are my three pledges this Christmas. Shall we summarise them? Because we've, we've sort of talked about them in quite a long way. Shall we summarise them into six like neat little points? That's actually a good way of ending the episode yeah, as well. Summarising things. Not just yeah. a chaotic mess. No, no, you've, you've I've got some good ideas sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my three are be more vocal, accept the mess, and be present in the moment. And my three are practice gratitude, lower my expectations and expect that mishaps are going to happen and take time for myself switching off devices and being more in the moment, which kind of shall stole from me. So there there are six Christmas pledges. Um, hopefully you can draw some inspiration from them. 
And yeah, that's all we've got to say this week. We won't drone on too much. We know you should be enjoying your day. You've got a lot to do. So thank you so much for giving us the time today and listening to us. We hope that you have an absolutely amazing Christmas and a great new year. And we'll be back next week for another episode. Happy Christmas. Bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.